This is HPR episode 2260 entitled Managing Tags on HPR Episodes 2. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 25 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Looking for the best way to store and manage tags in the HPR database, part 2. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, welcome to Hacker Public Radio. My name is Dave Morris. Today I'm going to do the second in a brief group of shows. I'm not calling it a series because it's not a series yet. Though we probably do need a database series. But anyway, uh, this is the second show talking about managing tags. We want tags in the database. We want to be able to search on them and we need to design them properly. So in the first show of this group we looked at that stuff, why we needed them and so forth. And then we looked at how we're storing them at the moment, that we're not actually using them. And I talked about the advantages advantages and disadvantages of doing the tag storing in the way that we do and how usable it will be. Now, there are long notes for this because it's quite a detailed subject and I put a lot of detail in here. In fact, it's explicit detail. It's not unclean, but it's explicit use of English. I don't know. Anyway, I did put a disclaimer in this one as well as the previous one saying I'm not really a trained database guy. Just messed around with them for a fair number of years, so I sort of feel I know my way around them. But I don't think I could stand up against somebody who's really been trained in these things. So if you have, you listen to this, wondering what the hell I'm talking about and uh, seeing the flaws in what I'm saying, please pipe up and say so. You don't necessarily end up being committed to rebuilding this thing, but uh, some advice would always be useful. So I went for a second approach to storing tags and, and accessing them and managing them. And I thought that since tags have been used in all sorts of places on the web for a long time, there were going to be plenty of suggestions for ways in which you could do this. So I did I did, a, did various Google searches and came across one solution which uses a single table in the database containing tags. I put a link in the notes and it's the solution marked scuttle solution. I'm not quite sure what that means, but uh, anyway, have a look at it if you're interested. So the way I've implemented this, and I've got a test database, which is a copy of the HBR live database, I created a table called tags, and it's got three columns in it. It's got an ID, and the ID is a reference to the show number in the EPS table, the one that holds the episodes. And it's got the tag itself, which is in whatever case it originally arrived in, and then it's got LC tag, which is the lowercase form of the, the tag. 
Now, I designed this originally because I'd not been that used to using MySQL and MariaDB and Postgres is what I've used most. And I wasn't aware that MySQL and MariaDB don't do case-sensitive matches by default. So I don't actually need the two forms of the tag. But uh, I'm not changing it just for this. We're talking about a design here, so if it ever does get turned into reality, there'll be lots of scope for um, changing it and improving it. So having made this table, how to fill it? So I thought, well, in the database already, there are all of the tags that have been submitted to the, the episodes, either by the hosts or by further processing after the event. They're all there as CSV, common separated variable stuff in the in the tags field of the EPS table. So I went for method one in setting stuff up and managing it, and it was to use the, the database capabilities themselves. There's a thing within most databases to allow you to write bits of code in the database which can be run on the data there. And these are referred to as stored procedures or stored functions. So I wrote something which was, this is not an original piece of code, it's derived from something I saw on Stack Overflow. And it's a, when you run it, it reads the tags in the apps table throughout the entire database and builds up the tags table from what it finds. I made a note here, this is fairly advanced database trickery, magic even, and um, I'm no great expert on this. I just sort of found some advice and hacked it around a bit and used it. So if you're not interested in this, then skip over it. But I just really mention it because I did this. It's not the ideal way, I reckon. But I've, I've put the details of what I do in with these notes. There's a file called normalize underscore tags underscore one dot SQL, which contains the SQL statements to define the the stored procedures and the table and to um, build indexes and that type of thing. Then I've got another thing which I call refresh underscore tags dot SQL, which needs to be run and every time it's run, it empties the tags table and rebuilds it. Very much a sledgehammer approach. Second method, so I really wasn't happy with this, even though it was quite fun to, to do, try and get my head around what it actually means and how to do it. The second method was to write a Perl script. It could be any any um, language you, you wished if you wanted to do this sort of thing. I made one out of Perl because that's my the language I know best, and it's called refresh underscore tags. And what it does is it um, actually edits the tags in place using the same technique reading through the the apps tables tags and then looking at the tags table i've included this with the the show and there's a brief explanation here as to how it actually works i'm not going to go into detail it's a moderately long bit of bit of pearl the basis of it is that it uses a a pearl module which understands csv and it uses that to parse the CSV data. And I did this because CSV is more tricky than you, you might think. So if the CSV data is in good order, then it will parse it. If if it finds anything faulty, it'll report it and ignore it. But um, that would give us an opportunity to go and fix it. But I won't... The, the further details are in the notes. I won't read them here because I suspect that it's not going to be amazingly interesting to people. But it's using a fairly simple algorithm to hunt through all of the, the 
stored CSV tags and looks to see if there are any changes in there that need to be propagated. Now the table tags tables also got indexes. Indexes are a feature within a database whereby you run a, a process which, which looks through a table, a particular column in a table, field in the table, both mean the same thing, and it makes indexes which are effectively pointers into the into the table and you can set it up so that as you add and remove things in a table the indexes are kept in step so building an index alongside it is is very useful and it means that when the database engine comes to try and look for something for you if there's an index it will use that rather than sequentially hunting through every every row in the in the table or tables so doing this speeds things up so i have several indexes associated here which again I won't go into a huge lot of detail. So the tags table contains repeated instances of a tag one for each matching episode number and I've got a little query here just to demonstrate which selects the ID number and the, the tag from the tags table where the tag is equal to the string grep and um, it returns two instances of the word grep which are used as tags on two shows, 2040 and 2072. You'd expect there to be more grep instances as tags in the database, but uh, I think that's largely due to the fact that only about 50% of the shows have been tagged. So let's look at the advantages and disadvantages of using this approach, and we'll go on to look at how you would actually use it. So I think that this solution gives a much more reliable and efficient solution to the problem of storing and finding tags, much more so than the common separated variables things. The fact that there's a separate table allows you to build indexes and that optimizes access and so forth as I've mentioned. You can't do this, not without a lot of work against a comma separated string type approach. The disadvantages are really around the way I've implemented the management of it using the stored procedure stuff you have to blitz the whole table and then rebuild it which is which is not good when you use the Perl script then it's it's much lighter weight and runs very quickly and the first stored procedure method parses the the csv data using sql expressions which is not good because it doesn't really understand for properly formatted csv data so the perl script does a much better job so those are those are really disadvantages that can easily be avoided by not using the stored procedure stuff the one thing that a database designers would not like about this i, th I think would be that uh, it's not normalized normalization is a process where effectively you you don't store duplicate values as much as possible you avoid storing duplicate value values and this solution is not normalized we'll come on to this in the next episode yes i'm sorry there is another episode so in terms of searching we can now do much more sophisticated searches partly because the the work of parsing the csv extracting the tags has been done and the results stored in the in the table in the tags table so when we looked at things in the this this method of searching in the first show every search required the tag list per episode to be looked at and individual tags picked out using rather arcane methods with uh, 
regular expressions and so forth. But in this case, everything has been done by building the table in the first place. And uh, as I said before, the Perl script that does it understands the CSV format and uh, simply stores the right stuff away. So if we want to be able to do what Droops was suggesting, which is examine the tags on a given show, then find all the other shows that share the same tags, we can do so. And I'll come on to a method of doing that in, in a moment. But I'm just going to skip through a bunch of queries doing various tag searches. So if you want to find all the shows with a given tag, I'm using pretty much the same examples as I did in the last episode just to compare things. You're not going to see a huge difference in speed, admittedly, because this database is quite small. But uh, I think you'll find that it, it's a better organized thing, so it is it, it does produce better results, potentially. So in the last episode, we looked in the tags field, as I said. Now we're going to use the tags table, and we're going to find all the shows associated with the tag community. Then we can report them. The query is a bit more complicated. Well, I guess it's actually not that much more complicated. In, in, ter in database terms, it's pretty simple. The previous example, doing the same sort of thing, got very hairy when it came to um, selecting stuff out of CSV lists. I'm not going to dig too deeply into this, I think, because, as I said before, this is not really a database tutorial. But essentially what it's doing is it's using the ability of SQL to examine multiple tables at once. So it's looking in the EPS table and the TAGS table, and it's looking in the TAGS table for all of the TAGS which equal the string community. So we're looking for precisely that, no no other, not community news or anything like that. And um, the way that the, the query is organised means that we get back the details from the EPS table. So I've got the ID number, the show number, the date of the show, the title, I've truncated the title using the substring function just to the first 30 characters just to make it easier to see on this page. And um, it shows the, the tags from the EPS table, the CSV stuff. And it, it shows shows all instances where there's community. I only added those tags because you can check that these really are the rows which contain the community string. There are nine, nine rows come back. I've got a little sort of breakout box in the notes which tries to explain the query a little bit more, but I won't read that out. I've said a good proportion of what's in there anyway, <laughs> without meaning to. But uh, if you want to, you really want to find out more, then you can do reading that, I think. Just for interest, I used the SQLeo tool that Ken Fallon mentioned in episode 1965, and I used it to examine the, the database and to demonstrate the, the table. So effectively, it's doing the same query as the one I just mentioned, but it's um, it's in a more graphical form. I thought that that might be, be useful. It's actually a great tool. I, I'm going to get more into using that myself. In Ken's example, his table had little lines joining them, showing the relationship between them. It's these relationships that make these sorts of database be referred to as relational databases but 
There aren't any in this database. There are no relationships, explicit relationships here. They're not there because we don't have these capabilities within this database. I think it's probably due to the age of the database design. Um, within MySQL and, and MariaDB, you need to go to some lengths to set up these relationships, which are just part of the database system. Even in things like SQLite, you can do this without any great trouble. Anyway, that's another thing that we, I think we need to sort out, but let's deal with one thing at a time. So my next example was showing combinations of tags. So if we wanted to find the combination of tag community and or HPR, I did both of those examples, and HPR and or HPR, you can search for them in the CSV tag. But in the, in the, using the tags table, this is easier. And there's another query here, which I have not broken out and explained. Not really sure that I should. I think we need to have a series on how databases work or something. But the essence of it is that it's doing a similar sort of query, and it's saying return all of the rows in the EPS table where it matches tags, which are either community or HPR. So it's an or type example. It uses a thing called group by, which is a way of deduplicating the result. We get back 14 rows. Then I did a, the and version of the same thing, which it simply, it does the same thing, but it's asking for only those cases where a given row has got both matches in it. So that returns five rows. There's a sort of brief explanation of how, how that works. But again, I won't. It's like reading out knitting patterns or something, I think, this. I don't hesitate to read out regular expressions, but <laughs> structured query languages might be going a little bit over the top. I don't know. So let's get on to the the case where we're doing what, what Droops was suggesting. We're having been given a show show number we go looking for the tags that that show contains and return the other shows that relate to it i think i might put that better in the notes <laughs> um it's a more complex query and i've done it by building a, a sql file called find shows sharing tags with some underscores in there it's included in the notes here i've also displayed it in the notes um so you can have a look at it. There are two queries in the file. The first one simply reports... You wouldn't use this for, for real. This is just for demonstration. The first one just reports what tags are on a given show. So you, you have to set... MySQL has the concept of variables. So you set a variable, in this case called at show. Variables begin with an at sign. To a number. And then it searches... The query searches the tags database... A table, I should say, for the instances where that show number is the ID number in the tags table. Then there's a more complex query, the most complex so far, so I'm not going to go into explain it. But the essence of it is that it is searching the EPS database. It's actually doing a bit more than that. It's um, it's doing searches of three table simultaneously and uh, it's doing it with each of the tags that came out of the the target show and it's uh, returning data such as the actual tag that that it's looking for just to make it easier to to understand then the show number the date the host 
host name. Um, I just added that in just to demonstrate that it could be done, really. And it uh, it contains the, the title as well. So I've got a demonstration of this actually running. To run this within the database system, you first need to set the at show variable. I've set it to 2071. And the, the way, one of the things you can do in, in MariaDB and MySQL is you start a line with backslash dot, which means run the SQL that you find in this file, and then you follow it with the name of the file. So simply invoked this file. So it's a it's a script. It's an SQL script effectively. So it returns for 2071. It returns three tags: amateur radio, electronics, and open source. This particular show is the undocumented features Baofeng UV5R radio by Mr X. So the table that comes back is long it's got 30 rows in it and it there there's the shows that match amateur radio shows that match electronics the shows that match open source that's 30 shows these have been made unique as well so you're not getting the same show showing up twice quickly look to check that i'm not talking nonsense yeah that was the intention anyway then i did the same on 2072 which is Sigflup's show called That Awesome Time I Deleted My Home Directory. The tags on that show are DD, File System, and GREP. We only get one row back in this case, which is GREP. Remember I mentioned there were two instances of GREP in the table, but this thing deliberately avoids repeating the, sh the show that we're looking for. So there's only one comes out. So um, as I've said here, hint, hint. There's only one show coming back. This demonstrates the shortage of good tags in the database at the moment. Need I say more, smiley face? So that's a that's a hint to anybody who's made it this far. Really do with some help adding tags. It is possible to do regular expression-y type things with this as well because sometimes you might want to be doing something more than matching a tag verbatim. This is not solving the same problem, but it's just a, a general thought. This is, I've said it's just for fun. I was experimenting with other types of queries and I came up with one that looks for a partial tag using a regular expression. So this tag, the tag being searched for is anything containing a word ending in working and it uses um, MySQL and MariaDB's regular expression word boundary operator, which is a strange thing, which I won't try and read out. It's in the notes, and it it just again to prove the sort of things that can be done with it. It returns the show number, the date, the host, the title. Then it shows the tags which are stored in the EPS table, the, the CSV one. And then it using a, a a feature of the database, it also concatenates together all of the tags that were found in the tags table. They come out in sorted order because we sort them in the in the table. They come back sorted from the table. I won't go into details. That's using some quite advanced bits and pieces. So, conclusion then. Probably don't need to say that I prefer this solution to the string of comma-separated comma variables. Downside of my original solution using stored procedures and SQL is already been mentioned. It's It's far too heavyweight. On the other hand, the Perl script it does it only finds the differences and makes m makes changes, so it might do nothing at all. Whereas the other one would tear down the table and rebuild it regardless, and it's uh, it's just not a very good solution. Probably there are ways it could be done more efficiently.
but um, I, I'm not keen on it, to be honest. Both of these approaches depend on the fact that the, the EPS table contains a tags field, and it's using them, the tags that, that are stored there, to build the, the table. So I'm not sure that that would be the best way of doing things in the in the final solution, the final, the final um, way in which we, we solve this. Ideally... If this table, if this database was being redesigned from scratch, you would never have stored the tags in the episodes. You would have simply had a separate tags table. So there's a lot to be said for doing that, but it does require quite a lot more infrastructure to manage it at the point at which tags are being entered as a new show is being. However, it wouldn't be that difficult. I mean, these are trivial things that. that um, people implementing databases do all the time. I've included the epilogue that I included in the last one saying please include tags when you're uploading. It just makes life so much easier if you have added them because you know best what to, what's good to highlight in your show. And if you have a bit of spare time and feel that you could help to add missing tags then that would be amazingly helpful. Even if you can just put aside an hour or something every every year for that matter don't have, have, have enough people just any contribution would be much appreciated all you need to do is to go to the the site the, the page on the hpr website which explains how to check a show and prepare the tags for it and then send them in as an email and then we will add them to the, the database with a, with a script or two. So it would be most appreciated if you could do that. And we will get further on with the, the tag implementation project. So I'm going to stop there. I hope that wasn't uh, too hard going. I hope you managed to get something out of it. And as I said before, I very much appreciate any feedback you care to give me on the subject. OK then, bye-bye. <laughs>